0: I want women like you to have it easier than I had it so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. Welcome. I am here with Mark Granger. And um, yeah, it's a dude. It's a dude on a women's podcast. And the coolest thing is, is that he's totally into helping women, um, especially who love public speaking, turn their speaking business to a seven-figure cash machine. Really cool. He has all these sorts of accolades and stuff like work with big companies like Aflac and Marriott and Porsche and Harley Davidson and big companies and stuff. He said, um, as a conscious capitalism consultant in and fractional CMO, women founders and CEOs seek his counsel to assist them in speaking and communicating. So he's really helping women, which is really cool. And I said, to this, said this to him before he came on or before he started recording, like, it's nice to have guys support women having a voice as well. Um, Let me say a couple more things so you know how credible this guy is, but he's shared the stage with um, speakers such as Robert Kiyosaki, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Brendan Burchard, if you don't know him, he's huge. Jack Canfield, which is Chicken Soup for the Soul. Les Brown, um, Kim Kiyosaki, uh, Marion Williamson, Gabby Bernstein. So, you know, if you don't know these people, these are great people to look up, um, because they're quite credible, huge influencers. Um, and even though they're not necessarily in the financial space. So welcome Mark. Good to have you here.
1: Well, thank you, Robin. It's so great to be here, especially someone who's such an advocate for women in the financial world. You know, the, the futurist female, if you're not aware of that, People aren't paying attention. I mean, I think the best investment someone could make is into women who have a message and into women who are financially empowered. I think that's the future. And this isn't just me. It is really a co. It's my wife and I. We work together uh, in the masculine and feminine to really empower women with a message that makes them money. And uh, we've been very successful at that, been very fortunate about that. Literally, our clients have used our Speak Your Path to Cash system to generate almost $72 million in their own businesses. So that's the biggest thing that we're we're most grateful and thankful for is the ability to to transfer systems that help people go out there and, and make something happen in their life.
0: That's awesome. So, what's interesting, and I say this all the time on my master classes, my webinars, that messaging is kind of like an unfamiliar term in the financial industry mm. because it's like they don't teach that at all, um, and they don't teach you to have a voice. They don't teach you to do anything really that different than anyone else, which I think is such a huge mistake. And you yep. said messaging, and and your message is like. I didn't even say gateway, but basically a path to to making more money. And that's why speaking is so huge. And I just had some clients report back like, oh, they had a speaking engagement, like little speaking engagement. I'm talking like a rotary club thing that was worth $91,000 to okay. them. Um, and they were just like, yeah, speaking equals money. Like Robin says, and I'm like speaking equals money. So, um, that's very cool. So let's talk a little about the messaging because I do, I talk about this a lot on a bunch of podcasts because I really think it's so missed, but from your perspective, like what does that mean and how do they craft that or or create their message or, or, or have more of a voice in this kind of, um, I want to say almost like drowned out industry where everyone seems to say the same damn thing.
1: Well, I think two things to look at that. Speaking is not what it used to be. So it used to be that public speaking was the stage and everybody was afraid to do it. It was the number one fear. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And as soon as Facebook Live became a thing, worse than death. Right. That's right. That's right. Facebook Live became a thing. Everybody started speaking. And and what you're going to find is what what makes you money, ladies, is the ability to separate yourself in a sea of sameness.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so you're going through the same schools, you're seeing the same mentors. There is there is group mind in any industry that you go into. All right. If you want to. And so literally, if you were to line up 10 financial planners, they're going to have a similar rhetoric. They're going to have a similar look. They're going to have a similar vibe. And most of them are all of them, though, are individual, amazing women. And so your messaging is about bringing out that essence and bringing in all the parts of yourself, which conventional language may say, oh, don't talk about that. All right. This woman here has, what is it, the G-spot financials?
0: Financial G-spot, yeah.
1: Financial G-spot. She's bringing in the expression of sexuality, which is a part of everyone's life, right? It's it's a it's a fantastic meme and a buzzword. So what we're really seeing is message isn't just what you say. It is the thing that your soul can get behind Mm. so that you can stand in your power everywhere you go. And it should be built into the fabric of your business, the fabric of your offerings, the fabric of everything that you do so that you can stand behind it in congruence and power.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So one of the calls that I lead for one of my programs called RAP Revenue accelerator program is on messaging. And today someone actually submitted like kind of a new bio, maybe LinkedIn about thing. And you could tell like, she's super brilliant, you know, because it's just so well-written and it's like, just am- like, you know, and it, just how it was written. It's like, it could be a novel almost like it was, it was really well-written and nice, but I'm like, I don't know what you're saying here because like, I need, you know, like the bring it down down to the fifth grade or fourth grade level. And I was actually um, talking about um, that Hemingway app. I don't know if you know it, but there's an app called Hemingway app, but you can put in your bio or something and it tells you, and I put it in just to show her. And it was at like a 15th grade level right? right okay, grade is like that's how high it is uh, probably junior in college i think that would be um but and they want it to be like i think a fourth or fifth grade level you know and right. then she's just she was so academic around it like it was hard to understand and what this hemingway app is telling you that like it, especially in today's world where things are just like so fast and we're just looking at things like we need it to be so easy to understand that even if we skim it it's easy to understand but right. one of the things that you said just reminded me of what i was talking about today and um, because she said something Thing I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was basically about how she worked at this wire house. And then she said how she decided to go on her own because it was aligned with her values. And I said, girl, like, what are you not telling me? What did you hate about the wire house? Like, what what are you super not aligned with that they were doing that you you feel like is different? And then what are you aligned with? Tell me about that. Like I said, that was the most interesting part that it's like, I'm like, we talk about casting rocks at the enemies. You know, I said like, tell me what you hated about that because now I'm interested. And what you just said is, is why I brought it up. Um, you know, say the things that you feel like you shouldn't talk about. Like, don't, you said, oh, don't talk about that. Well, that's what you should talk about. Absolutely. Things that are real, the things that are important, the things that someone's going to get pissed about because we're all afraid someone's going to judge us and hate us say that. So someone does. (laughs) So how do you like teach people that? And what are certain things like kind of rules to live by around messaging and, and having that voice so that you can attract the right people and maybe repel the wrong people?
1: Well, I I think the thing to recognize and remember is that we're in a world today where traditional sales, it just doesn't work, okay? The sales of overcoming objections, always be closing, features and benefits. You're always gonna tell the features and benefits of what you do, but the ability to enter into someone's world, give give a presentation, it takes a lot of work. And so you've gotta have a message that allows you to be seen as unique and different in the marketplace. And have the courage to stand behind that. I remember, um, I remember I was in graduate school to become a marriage and family therapist. And I went and saw I actually skipped a class to go see Marianne Williamson speak. Marianne Marianne Williamson, for those of you who don't know, she was one of the first authors on Oprah Winfrey back in the nineties. And she was one of the first people that kind of became part of Oprah book club and her book "Return to love completely took off. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it made Marianne Williamson, a, a spiritual teacher. She, last year she ran for president for those of you that didn't know in 2020. And so I went to see her speak and she had the whole unity church completely packed. All right. And when I was done with her, I had the opportunity to meet with her. And after that meeting, there was something that happened to me. What I was doing in graduate school while fulfilling, it just felt it wasn't dealing with my real fear here. I'm like going to graduate school. I got to overcome my my shit with family. I got to deal with my life so I could be a good therapist. And I was doing all that. But deep down, the biggest fear that I had was the fear of selling, of rejection. And that was not occurring. So I literally, after that, I started seeing myself speaking. I started seeing myself being a salesperson, going out, and I had to deal with the fear of overcoming objections. And that would be the biggest thing I'm going to tell everyone out there. In order for you to be in your power in your message, you've got to do the personal work and growth. Those are the people that are making money. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that are generating wealth, is the ones that are overcoming they're shit. Okay. And that's the path that you should be walking as a personal growth path, getting clear of how am I not asking for what I deserve? How am I not standing in my power? How am I avoiding boundaries? How am I playing small? Because it doesn't matter what training you get in business or in communication or in speaking until you know how, until you have the support to take a stand for what you believe in, why should people hire you? And I think that's the biggest piece there, because ladies, we need you to call bullshit on the industries that you're in, especially the male dominated industries. They've been doing it the same for years. And I know as you're going through the day, maybe as you're having lunch with a girlfriend, you're like, I can't believe they're making these decisions. We've done this a hundred times. And you know, the things the company is doing, they should not be doing. You know, you have ideas of how it could be done better and different. And you need to have the courage to start speaking up and talking about that.
0: Let's get into that because having a voice, especially in the financial world, which is a male dominated industry. And I heard so many stories um, from women who aren't necessarily speaking up because they feel like they're already being shunned or shamed or devalued in some way. And it depends on the company. You know, some are so male dominated that it's like there's a table, like they're having meetings and there's, you know. 10 men, two women or 11 men two you know, one woman, right. like, and like, gosh, I'm a speaker. I'm a coach. I'm willing to put myself out there a lot. And that shit scares me. You know, right. it's scarier than being probably on a stage with hundred, 200, whatever people is like being in a room with all these, you know, old white dudes, you know, who have yep. that what's set in their ways. This is how we do things. And then not only that, but I think there's a lot of experiences with women who their supervisor, generally male, telling them to do things a certain way. And then when I teach this different way, which I call the woman's way, it's like, no, that's not going to work. Well, they haven't tested it. They don't know that. Right. And they're telling you to do old strategies that we know don't work after this, you know, 20, 30, hundred years of, of teaching this stuff. And it's nice to have a guy say, agree with me and say, yeah, that, that shit doesn't work anymore. Welcome to the new world, you know? So how, when there's feels like so much at stake, and I'm asking a man to tell me this, which I think is kind of hard to listen to, but like, I know you have strategies and that sort of thing. Like how, how do you get the courage? Like as a woman in that type of space, either to your boss or to, um, In a group of men to like stand up and actually use your voice. So uh, no matter what they say or no matter how they look at you, how do you do that?
1: Well, I think there's two ways of looking at it. Number one, if you are, it doesn't matter who you are, if you're a minority among a group, the hardest thing to do is to climb out of that and be an authority in a place where they don't want you to be an authority. Mm. So the thing I would say is never put, do your best to get yourself out of a losing game. Don't play a game you're going to lose at. So like when I was in radio, I was, I was so excited. I had the opportunity to start working with entrepreneurs and big businesses. And I became very good at that. But I was, I was in my late 20s, early 30s as I was doing that. And I was blown away that this corporation was asking me to sell things that would never work for my client. I, I could see at 30 years old, the way they were doing business was unethical. And yet they were a world corporation. I could see that the way that they were trying to drum up business was cold hearted. They weren't building relationships. It was all based on uh, tech. It was, it was just, it was was crappy. And I'm like, this is a stepping stone for me. This is not where I'm going to be the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So work to learn, work to learn. The other thing is always take the mic and get really good at your credibility. Ladies, you've got to be able to, you've got to always be positioning. All right. So like, for instance, at the beginning of this call, Robin told you some things that gave you a reason to listen to me, that I've shared the stage with leaders, that I've worked with some big brands. You've got to know what substantiates you as an expert, and you've got to get good at talking about that. I guarantee Robin knows when she needs to drop credibility bombs. And because if you don't, no one else is gonna know. So the first thing is get good at dropping credibility bombs, take the microphone and have a perspective and then have a support system For when when you get try when when you're when the people around you are trying to knock you down, have somewhere to go to where you can talk about it and get lifted back up so that you are really solid and still willing to move forward. And then the second thing I would say is move into a women based business model. Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with other business women. Make your clients women. And the, as women come together and they are doing business for and with women, then there's men like me that will come in. And that's how you disrupt an industry.
0: Yeah. I mean, when we had our full page spread on an Oprah magazine and we were showcasing our fem mentorship and how the women that we help get to double, triple, quadruple their, their, their revenue. That was called a credibility bomb, right? I was just right showing her
1: <laughs> well, when we
0: did that, we really felt like we had a voice. And we were really able to help more people. Um, uh, I just wanted to, to, to show that, but it's, it's true. Like there are certain times where you just have to be able to know there's like, this to get attention. Unfortunately, it's either name dropping or some sort of um, credibility. And you might feel as you're listening to this, like, well, I don't have that type of credibility. Like I was in Oprah magazine, or I don't have a book yet and don't have all these things. This is kind of why I'm so um, obsessed with knowing who your ideal client is and then understanding their language, because you can get credibility just by talking about their problems that, and feeling understood, like that they feel understood by you. Um, And so, and I love that you said this, Mark, like having a women-based business model, I talk about the woman's way, but like that it's aligned with you. Um, And like these, these things are just like, okay, we got to, I'm, my husband always does this when he makes lists, he does circles. And then he crosses them off with a check, you know, kind of thing, right. like a circle inside. And as I'm making these lists, like I'm doing it like that because that's how he taught me to do. It. And I kind of in the thing. And I'm like, I have these bullets here, like personal, uh, personal work and growth, like personal development. Like that's how you grow your business. And I'm like, yeah, like that's what I've been working on in order to grow my business. And then you're like, get yourself out of a losing game. And I'm like, I put that down because I'm like, I, I kind of want to address that. Like, that's really awesome. I have um, this one woman who's in my Fem mentorship. Um, she's at a, company, I'm not going to say the name of it, but that's very, very like male, male, male. And and she was kind of defending it at the very beginning. We started working together. And I'm like, I'm not telling you to leave. Like, I'm not going to be the person you got to decide for yourself. Right. But I knew there's no way she's going to stay there once I help her be true to who she is, because right. it's just not in alignment. And just recently she came on a call and she's like, okay, I am not alignment with a lot of these things. Like I need to get out. And now it's like urgent, like to get to like a women only firm and like that's something I believe in. And I'm like, yeah, because there's only so long that it's sustainable where you feel like you're in someone else's skin or you're wearing someone else's blazer. You know, I did that when I was a financial advisor for a decade, like wearing this blazer trying to be someone I was not. And there comes a point where you're like, well, I can try to change the system that I'm in, or I can go create everything I want. And I like that you said that because I think it's the solution isn't always just speaking up when you're the minority and getting shunned and starting to not believe in yourself. It's actually finding an environment where you feel supported and you feel like you can speak up without getting shunned or, or knocked down or, or shot down. So that's really great. Um, you had a lot of really good nuggets here. Take the mic positioning, um, work to learn. Like this is some good, he you knows sound bites, man.
1: He's got those sound bites. <laughs> well, that's part of what I want people to understand mic drop moments. When you take the microphone, I, we were at a Brendan Bouchard's event. 400 people. So if you don't know who Brendan Bouchard is, just it's a 400 convention.
0: people. Yeah, that's crazy. 400 people Very in the much. audience.
1: And he's on stage. And he said, here in a minute, I'm going to open it up for questions. He'd been doing some kind of training for about 45 minutes. And I said to my wife, I'm like, raise your hand, raise your hand, because they'll pick on a girl before they will a guy. And she's like, what's your question? I'm like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. And so we're kind of being, we're being all silly. And he calls on us. So the two of us stand up and we're like, hi, we're Mark and Shannon. We help experts get more speaking gigs. And my question is, Mm -hmm. I don't even remember the question that I asked. Okay. But in that moment, 400 people knew exactly who my wife and I were and what we did. And on the break, literally 20 people came running up to us, gave us a card and said, we need to talk. And and, and what I, what I, what I really want the ladies to see here is that there is a place what the business right now, the businesses that thrive are the ones that are breaking the molds. Okay. So I believe all women are being called to create a mold that is of their essence. Who are you at? Who are you? And every, and wherever you are at right now is a path to where you're meant to go. So rather than when, when you're set back or you're let down, or there's a disappointment that is not meant for you to quit. It's meant for you to pivot.
0: I actually have this, um, I have this event called position yourself for profits. It's coming up. Actually, if you're listening and you're not coming to this event, you do know, get in on it and go to P Y F P Just is that going to be virtual or
1: live? Robert? That's
0: virtual, virtual, Okay, yeah, cool. up, um, real soon. But anyway, I'm, I'm putting this, you, most of you are probably not, watching, but at least Mark can see, this is a picture of what looks to be the market, like a a graph or whatever, um, what do you call it? Like basically... now I'm, now I'm losing my words, but basically a chart, a chart of the market. And you can see the trajectory is going up and then there's dips and there's hard times, right? And I actually use this at my PYFP event to show like my journey and personal growth and business development. And here you can see it's like it went down because I invested $10,000 at Tony Robbins mastery event. you know, So like I lost $10,000 quote unquote loss. Well, really I invested it. And then you see the trajectory of this chart, the, like a stock chart going up And then it's like, okay, it started to go up because like things started to change because I, my personal growth changed. I started to change and I made more money. And then I joined another community and and then invested another 20 grand. And then it's like, oh, now it goes down for a short period. And then it skyrocketed up. And then I hired this coach and then it it went, you know, like, again, the money went down and then like, and then like, there's all these points in my business where like, I just charted it out because I'm like, this is so interesting that I keep having these quote unquote setbacks or these difficult times. What did you say? Um just uh, challenges in the business or whatever, or even a financial challenge or somewhere I had to take a risk. And then after it, it's like this big recovery, just like the market, you know, and it's just such an awesome thing to look at is like, everything's a learning, the failures are learning, like the, the, you can say the losses are learnings, and it's actually never a loss because it's always a gain. And it's just like, a chart, like a stock chart, that's like the trajectory, not ones that's going bankrupt, but the one that trajectory is going up, even in the bad times, there's like learnings and all this stuff that it can really just skyrocket. And that's all you. And if you think of your life like that your business and your personal development, like all those challenges are actually creating you to become the person you're meant to be. And then it's like the skyrocket, you know, like the, the huge recovery happens. And you just reminded me of that because I'm like, oh yeah, that's exactly exactly true in my life and in my business. And I've been going through like a whole personal growth year this year of like focusing on me and how I can improve my life and work on myself Knowing right. that, like, that's what's going to get me to where I want to be in my business as well. So, you got a lot of good nuggets that I'm like, these are like the writer downers here break the mold, um, have a path to where you want to go next. So, give us a, a couple more nuggets that you got that you want to leave them with before we talk. Well, tell I them think
1: again. as you do the work on yourself, you start to draw a parallel between your thinking, your feeling, and your behaving. And so, you get very, very clear of the power of words. Words matter, the words you think, the words you say. Uh, And so learning feminine influence. There is a way in which a woman can take the mic on stage, online and in the media to where she's of a greater influence than any man could be. It's what I call the art of strategic seduction, understanding how to use your feminine qualities to pull in and capture interest. And then knowing when you capture interest, what to do, this is where the messengers of the world are really looking for advanced training, advanced insight into how to get what they want, and how to serve at the highest of levels. And that's what I want women to see, is that There are models being made for you. There's opportunities for women to create models that have not been created because our entire society right now, everything that we're doing, the roads that we're driving on, the financial world, everything is built upon a masculine perspective. All right. And it was needed to get the roads built and the traffic lights built and the engines and the rockets. It was needed. That push energy was needed. Now uh, what, what we're going through in society is a complete unraveling of the masculine to polish this diamond where we need the art of the feminine. This is you ladies, the ability, Alison Armstrong. I don't know if you knew who she is. Wonderful work. She does a lot of work on the biology of the masculine and the feminine. And she talks about how women have what is known as diffused awareness So as a woman is, uh, as a woman is, you know, maybe she's breastfeeding, but she's paying attention to what's going on with the dog. And she recognized that the other kid is taking a bath and she knows later, you know, she's able to hold 10 or 15 different things at one time. This is one of the reasons why women get so overwhelmed, but her brain is wired like that where a man's brain is wired for singular focus. He needs to go hunt, kill, and bring home this. So like, there is a great example of this, my wife and I, and knowing this, helps you move through the world with the men and the women, the masculine and the feminine in your life. So we were doing a three-day event and a couple hundred people in the room It was the end of day two. And we're getting to walk to the car. It's about nine o'clock at night. It's dark and it's raining. And my wife, she's all excited by the day. She's all chatty, 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 and all this sort of stuff. And I'm thinking, where'd I park? I don't want her walking in the rain. Maybe I should go get the car. Where's the car at? I'm thinking all these things and she's wanting me to answer her and give her feedback. And this was a wonderful tool. I'm like, I'm sorry, darling. I'm in single focus mode right now. I need to get, get the car and get you in the car. And because she knew that she was able to go, Oh, that's fantastic. Great. I get it. And then after we got in the car, then I was available to chat with her. And this is an example of understanding how men and women communicate and embracing the way you communicate women and understanding that when you elevate your communication and you get training and investment in the ability to persuade like a woman, there's nothing you can't do and you will change the world.
0: I'm so curious about that because I feel like my husband and I, we just had an anniversary our 11th anniversary on eleven eleven. 11. And wonderful. thanks. And um, one of the things we had like very long talks, it was really cool. It was amazing. Actually, actually had a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, but one of the things that I realized having this like really in-depth conversation with him is that I'm always like, I'm creating mini goals all the time. And like, so there's always like, even if I go to get water and come back, you know, it's like, there's a mini goal to like, okay, I got to get the water and come back to my office, you know? And then when I'm distracted or i interrupted with that, like, it's super stressful and anxious for right. me. And so like in everything in my life is about setting expectations. Apparently I'm setting expectations all the time. And then if they're not met, um, then I get super, like, I right. feel super anxious. And so I feel like just when you said that, I'm like, well, I thought like, and I don't feel like I can multitask at all. And I have three kids. Um, but I'm like, dude, am I like more male in that way that I'm like, cause I feel super single focused, um, but I'm a big chatterbox and like, I want him to respond to everything, right. you know, and I want to tell him everything. And I want him to be like, understand and very understanding of what I'm saying, you know? So I don't know. What is that? Is that just normal? Well, I or think, is that
1: part of the biggest challenge? And this is what causes women a lot of pain is that business puts women in their masculine. Okay, because there is a there is a need when you when you set a goal, there is a need to have a push energy. And it's only a matter of time, ladies, many of you are probably already there where you start to notice issues with uh, issues with adrenals, adrenal fatigue, hormones. Uh, overwhelm. So, I mean, a lot of the ladies that are coming to us, they're, they're addicted to the hustle. Mm -hmm. They don't know another way of being able to know when to apply that, but then also getting into the flow of the feminine where you attract. And it's important that a woman understands how to do both. And that men, understand how to do both. We are moving from male dominated or women dominated into an understanding of the flow of the masculine and feminine when it comes to creating. And this is why you're seeing a lot of gender stuff going on in the world right now, Mm -hmm. you know, is because the masculine and feminine isn't, isn't just in two poles anymore. It's like, how do we move through these as a gender to, to personify these, these energies in a way that get what we want. I know for women, they're at their happiest. I know my wife is at her happiest when she can be in her feminine, Mm -hmm. yet she's proud of and she embraces the masculine because it helps her get what she wants. So learning that dance, I think, is critical. Uh, And then being able to go, okay, part of the way I do that is I get really good at this feminine influence and persuasion to really learn how to take my gift for speaking or my gift for messaging and turn it into a superpower and specialized knowledge. Uh, and that's, that's really one of our sweet spots is helping women understand that when you take the mic, you're a leader. And then once you're a leader, what do you do with that so that you can make things happen?
0: Awesome. Well, ladies take the mic. I think that's great advice. Um, and check out Mark Granger, where can they find you?
1: Uh, What I would encourage everyone to do is take out, you can go to bigimpacthq.com. That's our main website. You can learn about my wife and I there, but I would encourage everyone to go take our speaker blueprint. Our speaker blueprint is a personality profile built upon the psychological driven questions that uh, identify six archetypes of messengers everywhere from the motivator to the storyteller, the performer, the professor, the, uh, the, um, orator, uh, or even the storyteller. So go and find out which one you are and then start using that in whatever environment you're in. Play to your strengths.
0: I bet you I'm the performer. We will find out. Maybe I'll let awesome. you guys know. Yep. So uh, go to
1: speakerblueprints.com and um, we would love to have, love to, love to have you uh, join our list and get to know us in our community.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Sounds great. Definitely check that out. Take the test. Report back to us. We'd love to hear about it. And uh, thank you, Mark. Maybe we can have your wife on sometime.
1: I would love that. And I would like to leave you with one thought. And I want to leave this to the ladies. The most powerful force for change in the world right now is a financially empowered woman with a message she can stand behind with her soul. When you have that, the changes that all the world needs will start to take place. So how can you work in your life and in your world to help women become financially empowered and then have a message they can stand behind with their soul
0: beautiful well thank you so much and we'll awesome see you all thank you ladies time. go thank out there you. and have, have a big impact
1: this podcast is a part of the c-suite <laughs> radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com